Welcome to the newest Eden Center podcast, Building Ourselves Through Parsha. Our host, Karen Miller-Jackson, will use the Parsha to explore an aspect of social, emotional, or physical well-being relevant for 21st century life and its challenges. Karen is a certified Matan Moralalacha, Jewish educator, writer, founder of Kivun Sherut, a guidance program for religious girls, and creator of Power Parsha. Consistent with the Eden Center's goal of enhancing women's spiritual life through Torah and Mikvah, Karen's insights, we hope, will serve as a springboard for self-introspection and discussion. Hello, everyone. How often do you feel like you are juggling an overly busy life between work, family, friends, volunteering, taking care of your own wellness? Often, we are just trying to catch our breath, not much time to reflect or to refresh ourselves. One of the things friends shared with me during this challenging pandemic year is that they liked that life slowed down that they could focus on what was important, and they hope to carry some of that with them in the future. This idea of pausing and taking a step back, resting and renewing ourselves to be better able to give to others is one of the themes in this week's double Parsha, Behar Bechukotai. Let's have a look at the two mitzvot which are given in the beginning of the Parsha and gain a deeper understanding of the lessons they were meant to teach us. Both these mitzvot are tied to the land of Israel. First, Shemitah, the mitzvah not to work the land every seventh year. Second, Yovel, to count seven times seven years until the Jubilee year, when debts were forgiven and slaves were freed. This is particularly relevant as here in Israel we are approaching the Shemitah year next year. Let's look at the Torah sources. The Torah states, Speak to the people of Israel and say to them, When you enter the land that I give to you, the land shall observe a Sabbath, of the Lord, Shabbat Lashem. Here in Vayikra chapter 25, the Torah characterizes Shemitah as Shabbat of Hashem for the land. Rashi likens this to the first Shabbat in Bereshit, where God created the world and then God rested on the seventh day. Yet, elsewhere in the Torah, the mitzvah of Shemitah is described in a different manner. In Shemot, for instance, it is not referred to as Shabbat for the land, but rather as a time to leave the fruits of your land for those in need. Based on this, the Rambam says the purpose of Shemitah is to instill compassion in us toward others. Parshat Bahar focuses on the Shabbat facet of Shemitah. The Akedat Yitzchak commentary suggests that when it is called Shabbat for the land, it is highlighting that Shemitah is a time to remember that not all is in our control and to recognize God as creator. This connects to the Hebrew root of Shemitah, meaning to let go. Just as in Breshit, we have Shabbat to pause and remember God's gifts, here too the sabbatical year for the land reminds us that it is not all in our control and that we are still dependent on God's brachot. A similar message is conveyed with the mitzvah of Yovel. Also in Vayikra chapter 25, we read, You shall count off seven weeks of years, seven times, seven years, so that the period of seven weeks of years gives you a total of 49 years. And then the Torah teaches, and shall the the land shall be 
Um, and you shall sanctify the 50th year. You shall proclaim release throughout the land for all its inhabitants. It shall be a jubilee for you. Each of you shall return to his holding, and each of you shall return to his family. The Yovel year is associated with a tikkun in society, an opportunity for those who fell by hard times and were in debt or enslaved to restart financially in the 50th year. In this way, it is similar to Shemitah in that it has a twofold purpose. It brings about a more compassionate society. It also reminds us as a nation that no matter how powerful we get, we still remember and thank God that we have the schut to live as a people in Israel. One other aspect of Yovel reinforces this. As opposed to Svirat HaOmer, which the period in which we currently find ourselves, or the counting the seven clean days, which a woman counts before immersing in the mikvah, here the mitzvah to count the years is not on the individual, but rather on the Beitin, the representatives of the nation. I would like to close with a short excerpt from the writing of Rav Kook, appropriately one of the founders of religious Zionism. He, of course, wrote in Hebrew, and this is from a translation of his book on Shemitah, Shabbat Haaretz, which will soon be published by Rabbi Yedidia Sinclair. Rav Cook writes about Shemitah and Yovel. In this year, the divine character within the people will be revealed in its glory. This once-every-seven-year illumination carries an afterglow of divine ideals that will gradually shape our ethical characters so that the outlook that flows from them will become a deeper and more formative part of us until a longer, significant period has elapsed, enough to raise up not merely individuals or just the collective in a particular generation, but all the generations that lived during that period. The Jubilee is a time of rebirth for the whole world, grounded in divine freedom. These are beautiful words from Rav Kook. To conclude, Shemitah and Yovel teach us a lesson through the land, to let go of an overstressed lifestyle, to not think ourselves the ultimate masters of our possessions and our destiny, to rejuvenate our faith and refresh ourselves as we renew the land, to think about the people of Am Yisrael, who is enslaved and who is free, and to look for a societal tikkun. Hopefully, we can take these interpretations and find ways to enrich our lives and our society's needs today. Shabbat Shalom. This week's podcast is dedicated in memory of those who tragically lost their lives on Lag Omer at Eiron by Jordana and Kalman Shor. Baruch. This podcast is hosted by the Eden Center, whose goal is to reinvigorate the ancient female ritual of mikvah as a sacred space for women and use it as the natural platform it is to connect to Jewish women's health, well-being, and healthy relationships, enhancing Jewish women and family life. We invite you to visit our website, www.theedencenter.com, to learn more about our work in making mikvah relevant, welcoming, and meaningful. This episode is recorded by Karen Miller-Jackson, edited by Mecca Shore, and is a product of the Eden Center. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please consider sponsoring a podcast in dollars or shekels at bit.ly backslash E-D-E-N-P-O-D. Additionally, give us a five-star rating, share this podcast on social media, and encourage others to subscribe. We welcome your feedback by email at podcasts at theedencenter.com.